Hey guys, it's Kat. So before today's episode starts, I wanted to plug my Patreon. By contributing every month, you'll get access to exclusive episodes and creative content. The funding helps me afford new equipment and a better listening experience for you. The link to that Patreon is going to be www.patreon.com slash I'll leave that link in the description below, but if uninterested, enjoy today's episode. Bye. Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. This is episode 13 of season two, and I have a very special guest today. You can introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Parmita. What's your major? Like, what's going on? Okay, okay. I'm a photography major, and I'm a first year student at FIT. Okay. So, we're going to get into some questions today, like we always do. So, okay. When was the last time you honestly told someone how you felt about them? Like, no judgment, no nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is a really good question because honestly like a couple months ago when I had to break up with my ex um, that was like my first time you know like really coming out of my shell and just like just telling him like straight up like how I felt like because I you know you don't you, you just gotta like be honest with people you can't really like lead them on or anything and honestly for me it was just like this big transition of moving to college And I realized, like, it wouldn't be fair to him to continue the relationship because I probably wouldn't be able to give him, like, fully what he deserves. And I struggle with people-pleasing, so that was, like, really hard for me to just, like, to to just honestly tell him, like, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship. Because the way I kind of made it seem, it made it it feel like I did want to continue the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of, like, I was just kind of, like... I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. How long were you with him for? Uh, like seven months. Oh shit! Did he yeah. take it well, or was it like good terms? You were fine. Uh, yeah, he took it well. We ended on good terms. Okay, um, that's good. We're just, you know, it was like it, it was like a big step for me because like I I struggle with just like communicating. It's like it can be hard. It feels yeah. vulnerable. So yeah. No, I I feel the same way because like I didn't I didn't really like grow up with like a lot of like honest relationships. It was always like I'd get into a relationship and it was always a person that I was in the relationship with like always like I need this like I need your more I need your moral support I need your emotional support so like it was never me like oh well this is how I feel because Mm -hmm. like you never want to like you're always stepping on eggshells that's my personal experience so like I feel like I struggle with that too because I just feel like growing up I was always around people that I was too scared to like break them it wasn't even me like I wasn't scared of like saying what I said I was scared that I was gonna hurt the other person because I knew whatever I said would like destroy them Mm -hmm. exactly exactly because I yeah it's it was exactly that because I was like oh I don't want to hurt him I don't want to hurt him but at the same time you have to like rip the bandage off yeah rather than let it just you know make make it worse (laughs) yeah no and like I feel like personally like I was so scared of like doing that like ripping the band-aid off even though I knew I could do it mm-hmm. I'm like a very like assertive person I say what I want when I want it and the uh-huh. reason of why I want it but I always end up like feeling bad for the other person even though it's not my fault like yes like then they feel bad yes, exactly exactly that, that's what I'm like I'm like unlearning that um I actually talked about that in my therapy session yeah. the last session like <laughs> just like unlearning like trying to protect the person that has like hurt you or like mm-hmm. You know, just, like, putting yourself first. Like, it's it's yeah. hard, but you got to do it. Yeah, like, people think of it as selfish. And, like, I feel like I've lived a pretty independent life, like, mm-hmm. my whole life. Like, I grew up, my parents are, like, very corporate, cut, clean, straight, like, people. And they've raised me to be that way. Mm-hmm. And then you enter school with, like, all these kids who are not raised that way. Or, like, at least a lot of them right. aren't. Right. And it's like, wait, what am I doing wrong? Like, why, yeah. why am I not, like, getting along with these people? Or And then, like, I hit my senior year and I'm realized, like, 
I'm never gonna see these people again and like I've never like actually lived for myself which is sad but I feel like a lot of people like do go through that like they're so worried about Mm -hmm. what people think about them and I just was like I'm gonna do what I want I'm gonna stop doing drugs because if I think about it I'm not really doing them because I like to do them I mean after a while I did but it was Mm -hmm. because like other people were like that makes you cool like you're gonna go to all these parties like you're gonna be so cool like I never had fun like like being drunk like is it's fun once in a while it's not fun when you're like being told to do and you're like oh this is not fun anymore like blacking out in a bathroom and it's not fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's why I try to always do like the bare minimum like because I don't want to just do too much because I'm also like very lightweight and I just need like a little teensy weensy bit and I'm good yeah but yeah I also think like maintaining a balance is important and but I know you mean like that peer pressure because like everyone else does it Mm -hmm. and while they're not directly peer pressuring you it's like the atmosphere in itself you're just like okay well I have to do this now because if I steer a little bit out of direction and be like, oh, what is she doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. even if it's not, like, drastic. Like, I remember I went to my first party sober. And I've been sober for two years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't Good go job. to a... Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I haven't go, I hadn't gone to a party since. Mm-hmm. And I was... It was the weirdest experience I've ever experienced. It was like, nobody was looking at you. Like, I was, like, a sore in the middle of, like... And people were staring at me. It was just, like, you realize, like, how people are so dependent on like alcohol and like parties and stuff to be social yeah because it was like like so eye-opening like wow these people are the most boring people i've ever met in my entire life yeah no honestly i i struggle with anxiety and i found that honestly whenever i like enhance it enhance it in any way like specifically like with weed like Mm -hmm. it just makes it worse for me yeah and i don't know i just honestly sometimes prefer to be sober it's just like no i'm I'm just more able to like I don't know, be myself, be in control. Yeah. Um, like, I'm a big advocate for, like, you know, anti-drug, but I'm also a big advocate for just, like, being yourself. Like, if weed works for you and it makes you feel good, like, right. genuinely makes you feel good, go for it. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I know a lot of people also use that to, like, self-medicate. Yeah, and, definitely. Like, it's, like, it shouldn't be as, like, stigmatized and, like, taboo as it is. Yeah. It's honestly, like, more, more one of, like, the more, like, harmless not fully but yeah like, but it's a lot different than like yeah weed, like a, yeah a cocaine or like alcohol like it's a yeah, lot different. it's like a little range and that's like all the way to like the far left okay we're gonna go to the next question okay <laughs> okay what was the hardest thing that you had to give up um hardest thing i had to give up like at any time in your life doesn't matter like transition to college could be anything probably like taking other people's validation and like like defining it as like what i am do you know what i mean like letting go of i guess what other people think let me reword that um i mean obviously it's still hard to not care what people think fully but as soon as i realized that because i got bullied in middle school Mm -hmm. and people were like really really mean to me and would make fun of my ethnic features and so i let that like get to me and like i mean i don't blame myself like that's hard and i was just like oh like th- yeah they're they're right then like i don't think my i deserve this basically yeah I was just like oh okay if they say my nose is big then it's big and that's bad and that i shouldn't like or i look this way and i wish i didn't look this way like you know i was letting it get to me but once i start to like become more secure within myself i start to like realize how i needed to just let go other people's like input like i don't care and it's like, not easy so honestly good for you <laughs> i mean it's not easy yeah it's not easy but it was such a good like I, I needed to do that in order to grow because then once i stopped like taking what other people were saying and internalizing it i start to love myself more 
and you know i honestly like just began to be like you know this i'm gonna do this for me i'm gonna like dress this way for me i'm gonna do my makeup yeah you know just put yourself first once again circling back to that yeah like and i feel like people are always like oh does it actually make you feel good are you just saying that to you know get the point across that like you're happy Mm -hmm. but like it really is a weird thing because i was bullied in middle school too like elementary school too and i went and it wasn't even for a distinct reason like i still to this day like do not understand Mm -hmm. like i I don't like they never like made fun of me for one thing it was always like oh she's too loud oh she's too tall and i was never like i was a pretty outgoing kid up until like middle school yeah and then i kind of just shut myself up and then when you bottle stuff like that i'm not a quiet person Mm -hmm. but i feel like i came across like i was and then when it finally like blows up people like oh now she's crazy it was always something yeah that they had to like pick out and i i don't understand like the people i know people that i go to high school listen to this and like i've had people apologize to me but like it really was it i still like like you said i still struggle with it Mm -hmm. like i feel like people like still think of me in a way where it's really unescapable like i it's really hard for me to not think like oh i deserve this yeah yeah it's hard when after you've like internalized it for so long you know like like it's not to say that i'm like fully like 100 percent perfect i don't care what people think like no it does get to me sometimes and i just i just have to like snap myself out of it and Mm -hmm. be like you know you're doing this for you you feel cool and you know just once again like comforting yourself and just really sitting in that comfort and you know what the problem is now yeah you can like catch it before yeah because before it would just be like spiraling and be like Mm -hmm. oh no i feel bad just like circles like waves of just like negativity you Mm -hmm. know but yeah yeah and like i i feel like my sister goes through the same thing Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for me to be like oh i'm gonna beat the shit out of these kids because they're making fun of my little sister but Mm -hmm. like she's got to figure it out by herself i feel like everybody does and there's nothing we can do to stop kids from being assholes as much as it sucks there's just no way that (laughs) you can ever fully prevent that because then it will get worse because then like again it'll blow up it'll bottle up and it'll blow up yeah and middle school like middle schoolers are so mean like oh yeah it's just so mean the things they would say to me i like look back i'm like what the hell i mean i i would say like messed up shit too because they were saying messed oh yeah up no, shit. me too me too of course yeah. it was like just very like unhealthy and toxic yeah. and yeah you're just going through like it. the worst period of, of, of your life and then you add school to that and then you add like a hierarchy to that it's like <laughs> yeah. literally like a bomb waiting to explode yeah. okay what else do you think people can truly change uh yeah i i do think people can change uh i guess it's just a matter of like how they move forward like like uh, as opposed to like like where they were and how they progress you know mm-hmm. uh, and i think that would just look like you know how they would heal uh, learn and unlearn new things or bad habits unlearn bad habits um heal from past traumas just really spend time with their se- with themselves and like unpack what they need to i think they can change i have changed like yeah like use yourself as as an example like how much do you think you've drastically changed like what was that like moment in your life where you're like um, i'm a lot different than i used to be yeah i think probably i think during like covid like quarantine like peak quarantine i was like spending so much time with myself like in my room i was kind of forced to like really you know just deep dive into like, like who I am yourself. as a person. Yeah, and I think um, I start to realize like a lot of things about myself and just a lot of things like, you know, just past like, just like things I was processing, you know? Mm. And I think realizing those things and like reflecting on it and talking about it with friends, it made me like just understand myself better. 
Yeah. Um, and also, like, my style also changed a lot. Like, and during, like, COVID, um, my room became my safe space. So I would just, like, dress up and do these looks that used to be at my comfort zone in, in my room, which is my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. it was, like, really cool. Like, I was also evolving in that way. So, yeah, I would say emotionally and physically grew, especially during, like, quarantine. Yeah. I feel like I did, too, but, like, on the complete polar opposite. Like, uh-huh. I feel like peak quarantine like a lot of people started paying attention to me at the beginning of my sophomore year and it was like this new thing like oh my god never no one's ever like talked to me before like this was so exciting and then it was just cut off and i'm forever grateful like as awful as covid was it was the best thing that ever happened to me because like i did go through shit really the worst shit in my life my junior year Mm -hmm. and i ended up overdosing and just fucking up like not i almost didn't get into this college because my grades were so bad Mm -hmm. like just everything i hit rock bottom my junior year in the middle of covid and i think i found the most peace when i realized that people don't really give a shit about you you when you like kind of like isolate yourself in a way where like not that you're unreachable but like people kind of have to be like hey like what's up like hey Mm -hmm. what are you doing you realize how many people really do not give a shit about you. And I remember I I had a really hard time in the middle of December 2021. And then January passed, February passed, and I started being vegan. So, like, that really consumed a lot of my time. Like, I was doing an AP art thing. I was being vegan. I started going to the gym. And then I stopped using drugs and alcohol. And, like, all this time had passed by, and I didn't even realize. And not one person in three months was like, hey, Kat, what's up? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. realize, like, nobody gives a shit. No, like, who, the, who, who your real friends are. Yeah. Really. And that's when I started working for myself. And then I feel like I'm going to be rewarded with the right people in my life mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that I'm not going to be I'm working this hard. Right. You know? And that's what it's my driving yeah. force is. And yeah. I never thought like that before, before that. Yeah. So and that like, was my major change. Real recognize real. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you'll, you'll just get that energy attracted to you if you're, you know, radiating that energy. Yeah. So, yeah. And it sounds stupid. It's like all like crystal, like <laughs> manifesting bullshit. No, but, but it's true. I feel like it is true. It's true. Because like I've seen it happen like throughout my life and like the people I've met and the connections I've made. You know, I'm still really, really good friends with, like, the peop- the friends I made my freshman year of high school. You yeah. know, it's just it's just true. It happens. Like, the, the good people that are worth it will, like, stay in your life. and Without having to try. Yeah, without having to try. You know, I there are some friends I have. I haven't seen them in so long. But, like, the way our connection is is we're just able to pick up things where we left off. Like, any time. We, we talk, and it's, like, it's nothing changed, and I love that, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like I I made my last episode about like how everyone hated high school on Mm -hmm. some level. And I feel like high school, I I feel like was the worst period of my life. And I know a lot of people disagree. And like, how was high school for you? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you have some bumps in the road? If you want to talk about it, you don't have to if you don't want to. It's interesting. Like, I can't even say I hate it because it was like the one period period of my life where I feel like I grew the most because like I don't know I dealt with so many people different situations like my school is crazy you're from Virginia right yeah (laughs) so you're down south yeah it was like a pretty like white majority school so like there wasn't much 
diversity as much as my school loved to like pull the diversity card but yeah i really struggled because people were really fucking mean like even in high mm-hmm. school and like oh my god my high school was just really bad and like we always had like racism scandals but <laughs> anyways yeah like i'm from long island we are the second whitest town in america statistically yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was so scary yeah no so you already you already get a sense of that like atmosphere it was just like not really welcoming um yeah. but you know i found my own community i found my own friends like we had fun yeah. um my friend group definitely like evolved and like changed and shifted throughout the years because like people moved or we like cut someone off but you know eventually like senior year i, I pretty much ended up alone because <laughs> like, i feel like a lot of people did yeah right? yeah because i had a big big friend group in the beginning of my high school years and i don't know i somehow like senior year i was like damn like i because I had to cut off my ex-friend group because they were just, like, a bit crazy and, mm-hmm. and, like, toxic. And, like, so I was just, like, you know, I was kind of content with it. You know, I didn't really care because, like, I'm going to college. I'm going to meet new people. So, you know, it was just, like, a roller coaster to sum it all up. I I had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I also didn't because my school was an IB school, which is, like, yeah. very vigor- rigorous. And I really struggled. And, yeah. It's fine, though. I, I made it out. Yeah, no, you're here. How How is the switch? Like, how are you making friends here? Do you love it? I have made so many friends. I know. I, I see I see <laughs> that, like, the people that you're with, like, yes. you're genuinely happy. Yes, it's so cool because I'm meeting so many like-minded people yes. and just so many, like, cool creatives that I met. You know, in Virginia, like, who the fuck is Yeah, that? like, are you going to meet someone who's from, like, Brooklyn or, like, New York? Like, you see mm-hmm. so many different faces mm-hmm. and, like, that you still get along mm-hmm. and you have your little group who all think the same. Yeah. Like, which is so great. Yeah, it's re- it's really welcoming. I I met so many cool people. No, I'm happy for you because I could tell you're happy. Like when I saw you the other day, and you're like, I'm so happy. And I was Aww, like, Oh, that's so cute. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, and I, I feel like college for me, and this is like the great thing about speaking with another person mm-hmm. because like that's that's your life, and friends make you happy. Me, I can't like college has been so great for me because i have mm-hmm. the single dorm mm-hmm. my my life's goal is to just be like work by myself do projects meet people and just like be independent and that's what this college has given me yeah, and like this great. is great like i love doing podcast episodes i love meeting new people but like the great thing about college is i'm able to like step away and mm-hmm. like just work yeah and that's what's been that, that really worked out for you because you got your own space i know i love it <laughs> i i think I've, I've been like so blessed with it and i don't know i feel like is college like I feel like the people here are a little bit hit or miss, which is That's a given true. with every single school that you're going to go to or anywhere that I you like go to. I think in general, yeah. people are always a hit or miss. And I don't know. I feel like I really like respect a lot of people here. A lot mm-hmm. of people I don't, but that's with everything. <laughs> yeah. But... No, I'm, we're both happy, and I'm happy, and I'm happy that you're here and Yay, that we're doing this. No, I know. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to the next question. Mm, we talked about friends. Oh. We'll talk about it a little bit with high school. What okay. was the first feeling you felt when you graduated? Like, you threw your cap up. You walked away. How did you feel? I wish I could say, like, wow. Like, it was, like, so, like, freeing. No, I felt nothing, to be honest. I was just like, okay, peace. Like, as, if anything, I was bored. I was just thinking about, like, the food at the restaurant that I was going to go out, go <laughs> eat at with my family. I was like, damn, like, this Italian food is about a bus. Like, I was really just thinking about that. I don't know. I can't even tell you. I Indescribable? Did, yeah, I just didn't, I was just kind of like, you know, in the moment, like, okay, all right, Bye. now what? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt. Like, I, 
not that I didn't get along with a lot of people from high school, but it was more of like, you have seen me grow. You have, you known me my whole life, but you don't talk to me. So like, you already know what kind of person I am, like, or that you think that I am. So like, you never gave me the time of the day. So I'm leaving. Bye. Like Mm -hmm. I threw my cap up. I gave my art teacher a hug and I walked out. Nobody, like half of my high school doesn't even know where I am right now. Like that's how off the grid I have gone. I don't think they even gave a fuck. No, like, they don't. Because none of them, like, they all had their little, like, cliques. And, like, mm-hmm. you either fit in or you don't. I don't think I mattered to them, to be honest. Like, no, and I think that's something we have in common. Yeah. Like, I can tell that we were both, like, treated like shit for yeah. no reason. Like, just, like, no apparent reason or, like, whatever reason they thought they had. It was right. just, like... But I think it makes us strong. And that's why we're here. And that's why we Kick have ambition. No, no, like literally. Like I, I, I said it last episode. I went back to my hometown because I live like an hour away. Mm-hmm. I took the train home. There was probably like 20 people I saw at the mall mm-hmm. alone that were still living on Long Island, yeah. did not go into college, yeah. not have any plan at all, which is like whatever. Like you don't have to go to college. That doesn't equal success. But like no plan, no ambition. They have no idea what they want to do right which is so no, that's the same thing happening and like that like in a fucked up kind of way like that makes me feel so good about myself because i'm in art school in new york city no and you're yeah. in your hometown living in your parents house still with yeah. no plan yeah because then i remember i also think back to when i used to want like like want to be them and like look those... where they are right yeah, now and i'm just like <laughs> lol anyway yeah, i'm like, cooler than y'all <laughs> like not even like i'm cooler than you but like <laughs> I'm succeeding, and you made me feel like shit for being nothing. Yeah. And now you're nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or at least nothing in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I just stopped caring. I'm like, I don't even care what y'all are doing, but yeah. like, whatever. I'm thriving. <laughs> yeah, no. It's great. Okay. If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you pursue? If you knew I c- if I knew I couldn't fail? Um, Doesn't I- even have to be a job. Just like anything. Any endeavor. Music. Like, I love making music, but I'm such a perfectionist. I haven't even, like, fully figured out how to, like... I've had Logic for over, like, two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to learn it. I don't want to learn how to use it. Like, I'm just... I do this to myself. I get very intimidated throughout the learning process. I'm like, oh, I probably can't do it. Like, or I might mess something up. And it seems so complex that I'm just kind of, like, you know, free-balling it when I make music. Mm -hmm. But if I could just, like, perfect that shit and just really get into it, I have so many ideas. Like, I feel like I would, like, explode, like, with just, like, all my creativity. I I feel like I would make, like, really good music if I fully had, like, control over it. All right. Kat's going to give you a pep talk right now. So... I don't have any experience in film. I don't have... I just bought all my equipment. I, I have a plan. I've come up with a plan. I made a schedule. I have a production, whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm going to go do it. Because if I fail, I'm going to know the reasons why I fail. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to know why. So then I can go try again when I have the resources, when I know what I did wrong or what I did right. True. And I'm just going to keep trying. And that's the only advice I can give to you. Just fucking go for it. Because not that, you know, YOLO, but like literally you only live once to do what you want to do you're here you're in new york city you have the resources you know people who are in the music industry or at least teetering on it yeah i think if you really want to do this you should just fucking go for it and if it sucks it sucks but at least you got attention for it sucking and then you can go and try again and make it better yeah because i think i've also i've also already taken the first step which is like releasing music regardless no i'm not yeah plug your shit Oh yeah, stream my music, uh, Permita on all platforms. 
if it doesn't pop up just search teenage romance i'll leave it i'll leave it in the in the description i'm not even kidding because oh like gosh. this is how we get shit started is you make connections you you yeah. you plug your shit wherever you're gonna plug it like yeah and i, no, I, right. I, I right. and i did listen to your stuff and it's great and you know listen to her shit like Thank i'm being you. serious like there's no way that people are gonna know your stuff without being like okay this is what i do mm-hmm. and you just be honest like i am i'm not like the biggest creator i don't have the the you know the resources that i'm supposed to right now but i'm here and i'm ambitious and i want to do this mm-hmm. and i believe right. in myself yeah like i've had this podcast for over a year it has like 500 monthly listeners and like i'd love it to That's have so more good. but i want it to have more mm-hmm. but i come here every single week even if i don't feel like doing it i night before i write my questions i write what i'm going to talk about even if it's the worst thing in the world i come on here if it sucks it sucks i re-record the whole thing mm-hmm. until it's real mm-hmm. because this podcast like it started when i was three months over uh-huh. and it just started off as me like talking about my sobriety me talking about my childhood and stuff like that and after a while you run out of shit to talk to Mm-hmm. like talk about or mm-hmm. and that's why i started bringing guests on here because like the only way you're gonna learn is from other people yeah that's true you know like you can believe yourself to an extent and you know take the first step to do what you're gonna do but after a while like you're gonna need to work with other people right. as much as like that sucks you might need someone else to take the wheel for a while right no but i love collaborating with people yeah you just like yeah like like you said you learn so much from them you get new ideas new life perspectives you know all that yeah no so I'm telling you right now, if you just jump head first, that's the only way you're going to do it. Yeah, and I right. think I gotta you'll succeed. I got to do it. I got to no, no, no. do it. I and I'm going to pound that into your head. No, you know what it is? It's just like looking up a YouTube video, like how to use logic. And it's like 40 minutes long. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. And I get that because like <laughs> I'm an illustration major. I don't want to be doing children's books for the rest of my life. <laughs> but like. I'm trying to get the the stuff together to do what I want to do because yeah. I'm here because I'm into film. I'm here because I love art and I love everything about art. My mom's an artist. My mom went here wow. and I I have a plan, but uh, at the same time, I don't like and that's mm-hmm. the best part. Like, I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like, but I'm yeah. going to make it what I want it when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I need to you're hear welcome. that. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Okay. How do you treat people who can do nothing for you? That's an eggshelly question. You don't have to answer that in the way it sounds like. But, mm-hmm. like, in the way, like, if you feel like you can't benefit from someone, will you still treat them the same? I mean, of course. I'm not really, like, when I speak to people, I'm not actively seeking something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you meet people and it's just, like, a very surface-level interaction. I'm not going to be like, ah, fuck you. Like, I can't get anything from you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, it, it's, it's kind of based in the, other, the, in the other person's perspective. Like, do you feel like people have treat, treated you that way? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Once they realize they can't get this one thing from me, it's like they lose interest. And I'm like, okay. But I don't view it like that. I'm like, I don't mean, not view it like that. I don't treat people. I can't see myself... I can't find myself treating people like that. Because I have asked people that question before. Like, actually, not, like, on the podcast, but mm-hmm. in general. And they're, like, they've answered the complete opposite way. Really? Yes. They just That's, drop them? It's so scary. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'll only, like, stop talking to someone if, like, I sense some bad energy or, mm-hmm. like, they're just, like, you know, like, just being mean or something. Or, like, I just don't vibe with them. I'm not going to, like, drop someone just because they can't give me something. Like, you know, as long as I'm able to, like, coexist in your space and, like, you're 
energy your energy then i'm i'm fine i'm chilling yeah because i've been told i'm a very entrepreneurial friend like mm-hmm. i'm very like all right i want to collaborate on something mm-hmm. but like i've 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 talked to people where like i can come off that way and they just want something from me and then they never talk to me again like that's happened to me for the past few months i've been here yeah you know the problem is a lot of people do things for people and view it as like transactional um, I'm just doing it because I like helping yeah. people, not because I want you to give me it back. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I've, I've, I've observed that as well. I'm just like, um, you know, it's tough because I think it's also something we have to unlearn. Um, yeah. Because I don't know, maybe we're just conditioned that way and we don't realize it. But yeah, just do things because you want to, you know? Not because like, like I've, I've like helped people out with, with whatever shoots or whatever it's gonna be like art like creative wise Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh hey like you know do you want to do this together not because like i did something for you no because now i met a new person that i find interesting and now i want to work on something with you like i base okay my character within people and like how i'm gonna base off if i like you or not is how ambitious you are Okay. That's just that's just me. Like yeah. I don't know why it's always been that way. Like I think my mom raised me to be that way, and yeah. my dad. Just like if you have like you know not to say if you don't you're a bad person, but mm-hmm. like I'm probably not gonna get along with you too mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. Like what yeah. do you base? Like um, do you have like a make or break characteristic? Um, I don't. I think for me the biggest thing is like emotional maturity and yes. like oh, self awareness. Yeah. That's the make or break for me. Like if you're like kind of like if I sense that you're like not really like emotionally in touch or just like self aware, I'm just kind of like okay, like bye. I, yeah. I won't ever be able, be able to communicate with you, and that's just like the biggest thing for me. You know? Yeah, it's like and it's like both parts of the spectrum. Like if mm-hmm. you're like overly like reactive like that is such a turnoff yeah. for me like i'm yeah. like a very much a person who's like i think i'm a kid at heart mm-hmm. personally so like i kind of like do like these little weird things like i'll like hit the wall but like not because i'm actually like angry <laughs> like because like i'm just being whatever like stupid or whatever yeah. but like i've met people where they're like something's not working out for them and they'll like slam shit and i'm like it's insane oh what the fuck like i don't want to <laughs> like, be near like that might uh... be me next like, or the other yeah. side where they're just completely nothing and it's like they can do some awful shit and we'll be like and have like every justification for it and i'm like oh yeah like, that's what just the dangerous fuck? like you gotta yeah. run no you gotta take accountability as well it's okay to be wrong you know i'm saying this because this was the biggest the the like the biggest issue for me like i had to tackle this you know Mm -hmm. and like um in the coming years of like my growth and like that you know at that time in quarantine i i spent with myself i realized you know parita it's okay to be wrong like you you just stop being defensive you don't have to always be right and it's hard because like emotional reactivity is often just like it's probably just like a instinctive yeah yeah yeah. i was about to say it's like it it probably just stems from like the way you've been conditioned and that is something i've had to unlearn and i'm continuing to unlearn i'm not perfect obviously but you know whenever you feel that like fight or flight triggering you just got to sit in that feeling and be like okay let me like really like process this and like you know i like to go in my notes app and just write down what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. before i like continue that interaction with the person and that's how i i'm just like tackling it because it's hard i think we all can get emotionally reactive yeah. sometimes i feel like when i was a kid like i had some behavioral issues as a kid like mm-hmm. i was i i had adhd but like really bad like as a kid mm-hmm. and like i think i've grown out of it like with medication and therapy and all of that like i've t- i've learned to like almost 
completely tone it down Mm -hmm. to a point where it's like not even bad so like when someone would say i was wrong or like a teacher would like question me like i would fucking freak out like i would be like fuck you oh (laughs) (laughs) like and i would like have like outbursts and like tantrums and like i feel like i'm a completely different person now like Mm -hmm. i don't think anybody would read me that way anymore Mm -hmm. and i feel like the most important thing like like you said you write shit in your notes i feel like pen to paper is the most important thing just to do like every day Mm -hmm. like put your pen to paper and write like like i could have easily wrote this in a laptop yeah but it is so much more important for me to write it on paper because that means i meant it and i thought about it and i took a second to like yeah it's more powerful i've been meaning to journal i'm just so bad at like you know putting that into my schedule my daily routine like it's so good yeah like it's easy don't be sorry i I interrupted you i feel like no you did go ahead (laughs) um what was i saying oh fuck i <laughs> I know I just I it is important for people to like write down their shit and I feel like now I was so quick to be like oh well I'm right because of this reason mm-hmm. even though I knew I wasn't right mm-hmm. I was just lying through my teeth completely mm-hmm. and like now like I literally just take a second and I think yeah. about what I'm, I'm gonna like, say am I actually right or do I want to be right <laughs> yeah no like and I, it is a very hard thing even still like I love being right and I love yeah. knowing what I'm no, talking even about now sometimes like I get defensive and I'm like okay chill <laughs> yeah like I love knowing what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I love knowing that people know that I know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and not that like that's important to me but like I like being respected more than I like being liked respect is very important to me yeah and that's yeah, why I like that. I'm not like oh my god I did this crazy thing the other night <laughs> yeah and like waiting for their reaction like, yeah no that's yeah no that's weird no it's important for me mm-hmm. to like to have conversations like this yeah i really really value like conversations like this because it's it's hard to like i don't know just really talk on that level with someone i feel like uh, once again there's a lot of surface level like mm-hmm. interactions you really get with people yeah and that that's actually been a pretty hard thing for me the only one of the only hard things for me here mm-hmm. is like meeting someone like i'm i'm not good at making friends but like i feel like when I, once I like you kind of break like my wall yeah of, like exactly. it's very easy for me to be social and like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have social anxiety but like not to the point where I'm like I can't talk to any, like yeah, no, I can't I can't same, talk to yeah. people and but I've had some conversations where I'm like they just do not understand what I'm talking about yeah and it is so invalidating where I'm like I sound like an idiot or like I, I I feel like I don't even read the other person as like oh you're just really un like you have no idea like have any life experience it's Mm -hmm. just like i feel bad about myself and i'm like i get back i'm like then i'm like in sixth grade again and i'm like oh my god like what the fuck am i doing i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean yeah like i i I hung out with these these girls a couple weeks ago and it was the worst like top 10 worst things that have ever happened to me Mm -hmm. like where i was just like talking like this Mm -hmm. and then they would just not like it was like out of a movie like a script where they would just completely go off topic and like ignore what i said and i'm like like what did you not just listen to the five minute conversation i had with you like how do you how do you do that to a person how are you not listening that much i never (laughs) related more that's like honestly something that like triggers me like so badly like when i talk to someone and i'm just like you know sharing my thoughts and then they just don't acknowledge it and like they move on and i'm like okay like I don't like it. It, it really it like it feel like shit about myself. Yeah, and then I'm and then I honestly just don't want to continue that relationship with that person. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you I don't, seen those girls you since. don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, like why do you not care about what I have to say? Because I care about what you have to say. I care about what everybody has to say. Yeah, even if you sound like an arrogant piece of shit. Yeah, I will hear you.
you up. I will hear you out <laughs> until like you like start saying stuff that's like really bad. But like yeah, then yeah. I'll be like, all right, okay, chill. But like I'll still listen to you. Right. Like there are just some people where thing, I meet them and they just don't listen. The thing is, it's so normal. Like it's not even like I met so many people that do that, and it often happens to me in like groups. Like lots of people, it's really hard for me to insert myself, and when I do, I just get ignored, and then I feel silly as fuck. And I'm then like, you shut up. Yeah, and then I'm just like quiet for the rest of the day. I'm like, okay, I feel really dumb. I feel bad about myself mm-hmm. i yeah that feeling you were talking about I, I really relate it's like it's like that's the only way it's like that tiktok trend right now like oh all of a sudden i'm um, like yeah. 11 years old again yeah but that's it's the most true thing ever like i was in this group like maybe i just need to stop hanging out with groups of girls mm-hmm. like maybe that's the problem like i just need to like see one person at a time because that's yeah. what i crave i don't crave like going out with girls and like doing like little <laughs> things and like even though, like, you can do that, and I don't care. Like, if that makes you mm-hmm. happy, go for it. But, like, for me, like, groups are never my thing. It's hard. I, I can only vibe with a group if I, like, know each individual well. And yeah. I know that each individual knows each other well. Because I also can't, like, vibe. I can't, like, have a good time if I notice someone's feeling left out. Or, like, oh, me not, too. like, vibing well with everyone else. So, we just got, it just got, it has to be, like, a tight group. Like, you, know? you all understand each you other. You all understand each other. Because, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I went to this girl's dorm. And it was just like all these people just kept coming in, and I was like, "Oh my god!" No, I get so overwhelmed when I have to like know this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know nothing about you. Please tell me about yourself before I like (laughs) say something wrong. I mispronounced someone the other day, Uh and like, but like, I never, I never asked, and they never told me. Mm -hmm. So like, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, well, you're a guy, and like, I'm a girl. So like, and I said something like that, Uh and they got so mad at me, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck." Oh, but like yeah. I, I'm like how was I supposed to know you didn't you didn't like specify and right. like I'm sorry it's tough you just and moments like that you're just gonna be like oh I'm sorry and Correct I did yourself. I was and it wasn't like oh my god I'm so sorry I was like right. oh like shit like I'm yeah. sorry yeah it yeah. happens yeah but like I've had like a lot of awkward oh my god can I tell <laughs> you what I did on my first my second day I was here <laughs> sure. I told this story like two episodes ago but it's still <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me so. Mm-hmm. These two girls, like, I was just, I had my headphones on, like I always do, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very just, like, when I'm walking somewhere, I need to just be, like, have, like, these little horse blinders on and just go forward. Mm-hmm. And these girls tap me on the shoulder, I have my, like, my little portfolio thing that I have over there, and they were like, hi, like, my name is so-and-so, and I was like, what? And I, like, put my, and then I was like, oh, hi, I'm Kat, and they were like, what's that? And they, like, pointed at my thing, I was like, a bomb? And they did not find it funny. Like, they literally just, like, blank face stared at me. And I was like, I'm just kidding. Like, I Uh, just tried to make you laugh. And, like, you just did not get the satire at all. (laughs) That is something I would think about forever as well. Oh, I do. I think about it. Like, whenever (laughs) I'm feeling bad about myself, that's what I think about. No, I know what you mean. (laughs) Honestly, I, like, sometimes when I think about, like, embarrassing moments, I, like, physically cringe. I, I, like, make a face. And I, like, I, like... I don't know. It like, happens a lot, too. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever do that? Yes. Like, my body tenses up, and I just clench everything. Like, and I'm why like, did yeah. I do that? And it happens, like, it happens, like, throughout the day, like, randomly. My brain is like, ha, insert memory. And I'm like, yeah. bruh. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, I'm, like, I, like, make, like, this face when I'm in public, and then I feel like people are like, what the are fuck? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's another thing. I just feel like I get along with adults so much better than I get along with people my age. Mm-hmm. And I've had this conversation with, like, a lot of of older people like just yeah. in general and they're just like yeah, you're an old soul but i'm like yeah but like this should be so easy for me like mm-hmm. why is it so hard for me like yeah. i get along with you great because yeah. you're like-minded but like they're mm-hmm. uh, probably like 85 to 90 percent of people my age i just i can't 
No, really. <laughs> it's really hard for me, and, like, it's I hard. don't understand why. It's like, hard. Like, do, do, you, do you have, like, an idea of, like, why, like... I think a lot of people are just, like, really insecure, and mm-hmm. they're just afraid to, like, I don't know, fully be themselves, and they're they're used to, like, following, like, the norm, I don't know. Does that make sense? No, like, no, no. And I get it's what like, you mean. I, I mean that with like in, in the sense of like you know like like there's like social rules, you know, and like that are in, unspoken. Yeah, or like Instagram rules, or like there's just like these rules, and people just like follow them, mm-hmm. and or like okay, like for example, like with the double texting, they're like, oh, like I can't like double text. That'd be weird. Or like they're oh like you know. Oh, I Snapchat. Yeah, no, me too. They're like, snap and be like, oh, this person didn't respond for like, I don't know, like... 13 minutes or 13 something. 13 minutes, so I won't respond for 13 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's rules like that, and I think, like, it's just, like, really childish, and I think a lot of us are just, like, kind of stuck in that. And I think that's maybe... Maybe that's why, because I don't have Snapchat. And yeah, when I go on no. TikTok, like, I'm not being like, oh, my God, I hope this gets a bunch of likes. Like, I'm just yeah. like... I feel like I'm just unapologetically myself and people are so intimidated by that. So they just don't like me. It's not even, it's not even like their fault. It's just like the way we are conditioned. I used to be like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm perfect. I'm a saint. Like I had to break that and be like, bro, who cares? Like if I really want to talk to someone, I'm just going to talk to them. And if they're not like, if they're not like giving, reciprocating the same energy, then I'm done. You know, I don't have the patience i don't have the energy for like all those like rules you mm-hmm. know yeah no and like that's the thing like i've never had a boyfriend i've mm-hmm. never been in a relationship period and like i feel like it's because i am so assertive and it like makes me like feel like it's a bad thing but like i know it's not a bad thing no it's you know not. <laughs> like i'm like i remember i was talking to this guy and i was like okay like do you want to hang out on this day and he was like so scared that i was the one asking him and i was like what like you like me or you don't. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to tell me that you like me after one day of meeting you. But, yeah. like, you're going to give me a general idea of what this is before I'm wasting my time. Yeah, I, I can't like, do mind games, honestly. And people are like, how could you do that? Like, how could you say that? I'm like, well, what do I want to do? Waste my time for the next month mm-hmm. until I realize that it's, like, not what I want? Mm-hmm. Like, I like no – like, I'm a very schedule-oriented person. And, like, I have my little calendar over there. Yeah. I have a calendar on here. I have, like, all my shit everywhere that's super organized. And people are just – completely intimidated by it they're like oh i can never do that i'm like no you can do that you just are lazy (laughs) like you know and like people are like irritated when i am not available when they want me to be you know Mm -hmm. and like i feel like that's why i don't get along Mm -hmm. a lot of people my age because i feel like a lot of people our age especially they just free ball and they do whatever they want when they want and for the reasons that they want to they don't think twice about like what other people's lives could be like yeah yeah i see what you're saying yeah and I, yeah, that, that's probably why, because that's why I get along with older people, mm-hmm. because older people have more experience and like they are schedule oriented, a lot of them. Right. So I, think that's I can't why. even say I'm schedule oriented, but I know you mean like in the sense of like, um, like emotional maturity and all yeah. that. Yeah. Or just maturity in general. Like, yeah. I feel like uh, yeah. I've always been mature. Yeah. I know I haven't, <laughs> but yeah, I know you mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do one more question. Okay. And then we're going to end the episode. Okay. So, hmm, so we asked you that question, blah, blah, blah. Mm. oh so i always ask this question because like this isn't a podcast about sobriety but it is a big part of like who i am it's Mm -hmm. a fraction of who i am but it is a part of who i am and like what this podcast is like about so i said if you use drugs and alcohol in high school did it have a positive or negative effect did you have a positive experience with drugs and alcohol or a (laughs) negative one i've had a funny experience because i honestly um i don't 
know. I didn't do it like that. I didn't do it much. I'm but listening. I'm just going to check what the time is. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah, I didn't do it that much. But um, the first time I did, like, you know, I got high. It was like this edible that oh, me, my friends. That was the first time you. <laughs> yeah. So me and my friends, like, we made it. It was, it was like a firecracker. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we made it, and we ate the entire thing. That's what I did my Each. first time. I got oh. really. Yeah, no, I made like the brownies from Spencer's, like the mix, no. and then we made camp butter. No, and we're only supposed to eat one night, like the whole tray. I, no, like we ate the entire thing, and like I think when we did the math after, it was like about a thousand milligrams Holy each. Shit. So Holy I honestly like overdid it, and so overdid that was, it. How are you? How are you alive right now? No, yeah, I was traumatized. Like I greened out, and I was like, I for, like three days straight afterwards, and it was a terrible experience. I hated it. I uh-huh. honestly was so scared. Like I was, you know, hyperventilating. I was having panic attacks. Yeah. I couldn't walk properly. It was just very bad. That and, like warps your perception on. Weed. Yeah. So I after that I stayed a- the fuck away from it. I was like, bye forever. Yeah. Um, but then like I guess like my junior year, I start to like you know do just do like the bare minimum like just like like as little as possible and that's when i found i could actually enjoy myself but honestly i think i just it's just not for me like Mm -hmm. as much as i try to enjoy it i'm always a little anxious when someone like offers me weed or something because i get very i'm like for me just makes my anxiety worse so for me to enjoy it it's not to say i haven't had good experiences but for me to enjoy it i have to be really like relaxed in a good like space where i feel comfortable with like people Mm -hmm. i know but if if i'm in public or like if there's a lot of people i get very like paranoid yeah i hate it honestly so i never really like it was never like a thing i did or like struggled with it was more so like a lot of people do this and i'm trying to get into it but i just can't because it makes my anxiety so bad and then with alcohol, I didn't really, like the first time I got drunk was with my cousins my junior year, and I ended up calling everyone on my contact list and regretting it the morning <laughs> after. Um, but yeah, that was like the only time. Like, so yeah. you you see what I'm saying? It was just kind of like a weird iffy. Yeah, like that's why I ask because everybody has a different answer <laughs> to that. They're like, oh, like yeah, like I struggled with this time or this time, or like oh, I didn't at all. Oh, I've never drank. Oh, I've mm-hmm. never. Which is, like, so interesting to me, you know? Like, how everyone just has a completely different answer. Because, like, mine was so bad where I think I thought for so long, like, drugs and alcohol are the worst thing ever. And it was just, like, if people do them, like, when I was sober, I was like, if people do them, I can't be around and I can't go near them. But, like, I'm, I'm in a place now where, like, everyone has such a different life. And, like, leading up to every moment and whatever time there is, like... People are just different and they're going to go mm-hmm. through their own journey of doing things and their bads and their goods. And like, I can just never really judge people anymore mm-hmm. because how, how could I judge someone if I was a really bad person mm-hmm. in the past for like, you know, for like two or three years? And like, what did people think of me then? You yeah. know, what do people think of me now? Mm-hmm. And that's why I ask, like, do you think people can change? Because I've changed. I know that for a fact, I was not a horrible person, but drugs made me a very bad person. Made mm-hmm. me do really bad things, say really horrible things to the people in my life that were supposed to be rooting for me. And I disappointed them. So that's why, like, I ask questions like these. Because, like, they do always come full circle in a way yeah. that's, like, very important to me to, like, know how your life has been and how different it is from mine. But, like, we're still able to, like come full circle yeah and coexist yeah definitely yeah well thank so you cool. for coming on Aww. podcast for t- for today thank I'm you for very, having very grateful. me and i'll plug all your shit you're gonna I'll write it down you. for me and i'm gonna put it in there for you great thank but, you so much um, i'm gonna do my 
Okay, we're back. It like cut me off. So I'm going to do my outro now. So you can check out my website at catwisneski.com. Uh, that's www.katwisniski.com. My portfolio, all my stuff will be on there. And thank you so much for coming again. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. See you next Tuesday.